It is a list that reads as a who's who of achievers who touched our nation and the world. They include Dr. Albert Einstein, naturalist Charles Darwin, Microsoft founder Bill Gates, President Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Banneker, the African-American mathematician, astronomer, and surveyor who designed Washington, D.C., and artist and sculptor Michelangelo, all from different professions and interest areas who share a common trait. They all have various forms of autism. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The organization Autism Hero Project has the stated singular goal to prepare kids with autism for the world and to prepare the world for them. Another organization with the same spirit that's also a go-to connection for families and kids is the Autism Society. Their work in Colorado is led by Executive Director Ms. Leanne Paskvalich. The difference between males and females, and like you say, females being maybe more socially adept with communication styles, and girls also, they learn to imitate, I think, a little earlier. And they may be learning to imitate their peers or their siblings. Um, And often also, I think with boys and males, they might exhibit more behavioral challenges than girls do. And so they're more on the radar per se because of their behavioral challenges. And so they may be, you know, looked at a little sooner in the school or by the parents or the, by, by the pediatrician because they're, they may have challenging behavior related to their autism and more pronounced communication challenges yeah. where girls may not have the communication challenges and they may just be, you know, labeled as shy You know, as girls who are diagnosed, when they are diagnosed and it is noticed, it may be because they have more challenging behavior um, early on. And when they're not diagnosed, it's usually because they're really kind of maybe quiet or shy or timid or keep to themselves. Um, And all of those things can, you know, be present in boys, too. But if that's the case in boys, maybe that's not recognized quite as readily um, as a child that's really exhibiting challenging behavior. How is autism distributed among uh, racial groups or ethnic groups or socioeconomic groups? Autism is present in every race, socioeconomic background, country. Um, It is diagnosed um, more prominently in higher socioeconomic areas um, because Hmm. of access to resources. Um, When you're looking at um, rural areas across the country and across the world and areas that don't have medical care, um, like maybe in the big cities, I think that's where we're seeing it's diagnosed more, but I think it's present equally across the world everywhere. Okay. What's ASD? Is that autism spectrum disorder? Yes. Autism spectrum disorder is ASD. So autism is considered a spectrum disorder Mm -hmm. because it may present as um, a spectrum. So if you're looking at two ends of the spectrum, a person who doesn't present with, you know, many challenges, maybe has some, you know, social quirks or is challenged with organizational skills, maybe at one end of the spectrum and be diagnosed with autism. 
And then at the other end of the spectrum would be the individual who's very challenged by autism and their mm-hmm. accompanying presentation, which is, you know, extreme sensory challenges, communication challenges, co- challenges with cognition. Um, and those are individuals that probably and most likely need one-on-one care for their entire life. Mm-hmm. What support programs are available for teens, for parents, or for adults uh, when it comes to autism? So here at the Autism Society of Colorado, we have a variety of different supports for people. We provide information and referral services. Yeah. And and with that, you know, we can help people get connected to support groups, to therapists, to play groups, um, to educational and even employment advocacy. And so we also run our own support groups. We have 11 different social and support groups. We have groups for parents, um, parents of children, parents of adults with autism, because you don't stop being a parent and your child still has autism and there are challenges lifelong. And so we provide that support across the lifespan for parents and adults um, around autism. We also have adult support groups, um, and we have a support group for women and also LGBTQ adults, as well as um, social groups. We have social meetups for teens as well as adults. You would say, though, that autism is not an intellectual disability. Right. Autism is not defined as an intellectual disability. Yeah. There are a, a great number of people who have autism, do not have an intellectual disability. I mean, truly, everyone knows someone with autism. They are in our communities. They are in our schools. They are in our workplaces. And these are the individuals who may, you know, have just a little bit off on their social communication, or Mm -hmm. they may be a little extra organized with their desk or swing to the other side, um, maybe extremely disorganized. And so people can have some noticeable um, traits that go along with autism. They may be always undiagnosed. Um, and so when we're you know, out in the community and especially in the workplace, yeah. this is where we're doing a lot of advocacy and there are companies who are really starting to begin to recognize the benefits of hiring people with autism um, because of their strong focus and their attention to detail and their out-of-the-box thinking. Um, And I think that's really, really beginning to be recognized. Autistic people sort of don't walk in the door wearing a sign, though, either. How do they find out so that they can really... uh, 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 make good professional advantage of all the talents that autistic people have? So there are companies that specifically recruit autistic adults as a workforce, and there Ah. are also organizations that are working with um, large corporations Uh and even smaller companies to find and recruit people with autism for their special talents. 
It's almost like a, a new industry within the last 10 years in recruiting, which is pretty exciting. Did the character on Sesame Street have a lot to do with uh, people learning more about autism and for autistic youth to start feeling better about themselves? You know, I think anytime autism is portrayed in the media and when it's done in a way and in consultation with the Autism Society of America or other organizations that really can understand and help the mm -hmm. general population understand more about autism. I mean, I think we can't do enough of that. It's, it is challenging on the flip side, though, when autism is portrayed maybe as, you know, a challenge without resource or compassion. And, and I think that's what is really bothers a lot of parents and also adults on the spectrum when autism is portrayed as very stereotypical. Um, it's just really disappointing. And so the people and the, you know, the out there who are creating media and shows about autism and uh -huh. doing it thoughtfully, um, I think it's helping everyone. So the general public, you know, like me, um, if we encounter a person who may be, can I say, a little different, we just should just treat them like anybody else. I think when we're, you know, when we're out in public and, uh -huh. you know, in living our daily life and we might come across someone that looks or acts differently than we do, whether sure. they have autism or down syndrome or a cerebral palsy or they're deaf or blind i think everyone including all of those individuals deserve our grace and maybe even a little extra time a time for understanding mm -hmm. um, time for processing yeah. and i think you know if we can all just take a moment and you know really kind of lean in and think about how that person views the world, I think we would all do a lot better. So what does the society say to parents once they have a child with an autistic diagnosis that the world is not going to end? You know, the child is going to have a wonderful life. You just need to support them all the way through it. That is so true. We consistently get calls from parents who are reaching out to us because their child has just received a diagnosis of autism. Yeah. And I think our message to them immediately is it's going to be okay. You know, take a breath. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is still your child. They are amazing. They have beautiful strengths and wonderful qualities, and they have some challenges, and they may be significant challenges. But we're here to support them um, with our parent groups and our education and our information and referral. And I think one of the most important things is to help them know they are not alone yeah. and get them connected to other parents. Um, once they have that level of support, I think they can really focus on, you know, their child and what it's going to take to help them live the best life that they could. Is that also another positive message for them to let them know, don't try to change the child. The child is who they are, and you build on that. Your child is 
an amazing individual. And I think, you know, we really come from here at the Autism Society of Colorado, a strengths-based mindset. And we want to know what your child is good at and what you love about them, because that's not going to change. They have the challenges and we are going to get you connected to resources and therapies that, you know, match what your family values are and kind of what your goals are for your child, we can help you do that. And, you know, we'll we'll get you through this and help you to access things for your child where they can learn strategies, and you can too, to help them have the best life. You also work with uh, law, enforcement, uh, law enforcement so they can better understand autistic people. We have been working with local law enforcement, uh, sheriff's offices, and partnering with um, other community partners to bring disability training, and we specialize in the autism piece of the disability training, to the law enforcement community because we have been witness to, you know, the last couple years here in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and we've really seen a lot happen. And I think the message that we want to put out there to the community and to law enforcement is, you know, we, we'd like to help them understand better. And so with the autism information that we're able to provide about, you know, what, what autism looks like in people and how they might respond to a law enforcement interaction. And what we're really trying to get across to law enforcement is, you know, maybe if you, if you have the time, if there is not eminent, you know, danger, take a minute and try and figure out why that person isn't responding. Is it because they have a disability? Does their disability impact their processing of language? Um, And in autism, language processing can often be a challenge. And so they might need extra time to respond to what you're saying, to process the information. And so we are out there informing law enforcement, you know, really to take a minute um, and if that's possible, be able to understand better. Insights to Autism from Ms. Leanne Paskovich, the Executive Director of the Autism Society of Colorado. We do thank her for her time again for this edition. Again, you are invited to gain support, expand your knowledge, or to get involved with the good work of the Autism Society of Colorado through their website at autismcolorado.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get vaccinated for yourself and your family's health, mask up, and keep your distance when going out. And we do appreciate you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.